Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to do a quick around the ground with Clarkie's Rugby League column, having a look at all the news from the last 24 hours or so, and there are some big stories to dive into and give my live and honest opinion and reaction. Uh, we also had a look at the New Zealand Kiwis and the Tongan side, their squads that have been announced and the best 17 that we would make out of those sides. We dropped that earlier today on the podcast, so if you'd like to go and have a listen to those, go and check them out now. We're going to do the other side sides tomorrow. I saw the Samoan side floating around. I think I saw a PNG and a Fiji side as well. So we'll have a look at all those and come out with our best 17 that we would make out of those. But let's get stuck into the news from Clarkie's Rugby League column. The first one, a story on Nathan Brown. And this one comes from the City Morning Herald. It's only broken today. The Eels have reportedly informed their lock forward. He does not have a long-term future at the club and is free to explore his options elsewhere. Wild this one. Now, Brownie, I think he's been really good for Parramatta over the last few years. Obviously, came from South Sydney. I think he was at the West Tigers before that. From memory, I could be wrong. Definitely at South Sydney before this. Has been at Parramatta for a long time. Has had a couple of injuries here and there, a couple of suspensions. For a long time, there was always a reason why Brownie was off the field, but... He has just been incredibly consistent the whole time. My one con of Nathan Brown, and I think it's something that he's fixed up in his game. I think it's something that a lot of fans didn't quite notice about his game. But for a long time, I I found him quite disruptive, disruptive to Parramatta's game. You could see what they were trying to do to get through a set points they were trying to get to. And all of a sudden, Nathan Brown would get the ball and he'd bounce off three defenders. He'd spin out and he'd run around like a chug with its head cut off. And you could see how frustrating it was for Moses, Dill Brown, whoever the hell the halves were. They were sort of a bit frustrated with Brownie. I think as he's matured... He started to understand his place within a team. He has got a bit of ball playing to him, but he can just truck nut and take it forward. A great defender. He loves to come out and put a shot on. I think it's been pretty evident, though, that despite all the improvements he's made over the last few years, I mean, he played Origin a couple of years ago. It wasn't that long ago. First hit-up was incredible in Origin, so I think he bowled someone over. I've always said he's got Origin written all over him, but he's just been injured or suspended. There's always been something holding Brownie back. Got his opportunity in 2020. Since then, sort of fallen out of favour at the Paramount 
Parramatta Eels, especially over the last few weeks. He's been coming off the bench. They've had Maddo off the bench as well, but Brownie, he's been playing very limited minutes, and it looks like he's actually been dropped from this weekend's game. I read that somewhere today, just checking those team list now to make sure uh, that is true. But if he has been told that he can look elsewhere, that is not looking good for Nathan Brown. Uh, and I mean, geez, wouldn't he be a good pickup for a number of teams in this competition? He would be worth grabbing. He's still on their team sheet, but they don't play until Saturday. So, so their team sheet obviously hasn't changed. But I'm hearing that Brownie will be cut from that team, uh, which, oh, by the way, ma- makes Marata Neokore very interesting in Supercoach Classic. So if you've got enough trades up your sleeve and whatnot, could be an option there. I won't be doing it myself. But a lot of people have been asking me about it and talking about it today, so one to consider there. But Nathan Brown, if he's been told he can lead the Parramatta Eels, does this maybe open up the door for someone else to arrive there? The first guy that comes to mind to me could be Matty Lodge. He's without a club at the moment. Uh, maybe we could see Matt Lodge land at the Parramatta Eels. That might be where he ends up, which would be a very interesting get. And, geez, it would make that Parramatta side a ferocious forward pack. It already is. But yeah, adding a guy like Matt Lodge to it, good God, that would be scary. Now, Nathan Brown, he could leave as soon as, you know, this week, essentially. He could be on the move very soon. And, of course, uh, the West Tigers, they just released Luciano Leilua. So maybe you could see Brownie arrive back at the West Tigers. I'm sure he played there earlier in his career. Could be an interesting move there. I actually said to Denon on the Monday podcast, do you think we'll see Leilua leave uh, the West Tigers? And I thought there was a potential for it. But Denon made a good point. He said, no, I don't think so. It wouldn't make any sense for the Tigers. And... You know what? Despite me being right and they they have released him, I mean, does it make complete sense? Why would you let a guy like him go? I mean, maybe he was just playing so poorly in their opinion that they were better off without him. But it would make sense if maybe they had someone else lined up. That other person could be Nathan Brown. So what's that situation? But whichever team gets Nathan Brown, I think that'll be a huge signing for them. And what's the domino effect of maybe uh, seeing Matt Lodge arrived at the Parramatta Eels. Okay, our next one from around the league. Luciano Lelua, Todd Payton insists the former Tigers back row will make his Cowboys debut against the Broncos next round, despite media reports suggesting he can't fit in their salary cap. Uh, I'm going to back Toddy Payton on this. I don't think he's one to uh, tell Porky's here. I think if they uh, have gone after him this hard, it's it's all been done. I would say that Luciano Lelua will be there next week. And what a signing. For the North Queensland Cowboys, he could really be a huge point of difference. They lost Tyler Lukey last week, which is very, very disappointing. Uh, but to get Luciano Lua, it definitely is an upgrade, and he is an absolute juggernaut. Whether he becomes an 80-minute guy there or not, not too sure. They have still got Tommy Gilbert. They've got Nanai, of course. Nanai is playing Origin at the moment, so Lua might get a few minutes over the next few weeks. He's obviously got to go up there, living in new conditions. It's very hot up there compared to down here in Sydney. So it will be a big transition for him. Uh, he's not known for being the most fittest guy in the world either. He definitely has improved over the last few years, but that'll still be a big change for him. It's interesting to see how that goes for Luciano, but a great signing by the North Queensland Cowboys. I meant to get him next year, which would have been great. Getting him this year, it's a huge get, especially for a team that, you know, in their opinion, they'll be fighting for a premiership at the end of the season, and I definitely think they'll be a top eight side, potentially a top four team at the moment. They're probably looking like a top four team. So to add a guy like Luciano when you lose a, a young gun like Lukey, a huge get for the North Queensland Cowboys, and it's scary to think we we saw Luch at the Dragons when he was younger. He was, he was as big as a house, had all the talent in the world. Went to the West Tigers, worked his dick off under Michael Maguire. And it's crazy to think that he seemingly had such a good relationship with Michael Maguire, considering... 
Uh, Michael Maguire and his brother, Joey Lelua, that was probably the worst relationship we've ever seen. That blew up deluxe. So incredible that him and Luch had such a good relationship and he played so well underneath him. Going to a new club up there under Todd Payton, he won't take any shit. He's shown that in the past with the way he's treated Tao Malolo, drink water, these sort of guys. So we could get a pretty scary Luciano Lelua. Another one from Clarkie's Rugby League column, Selwyn Cobbo. The Broncos' young gun is in talks with Nike for a massive 10-year endorsement deal. Very interesting one here. Nike, they don't sign many guys to these big 10-year deals. Uh, you've obviously seen guys in the past. I think Joey and Gordon Tallis were on these once upon a time. They're probably a little bit more common now. I believe KP's on one of these too. Uh, Selwyn Cobbo. Isn't it crazy? Eight weeks ago, I'm looking at him going, oh, does he need a spell in reserve grade? Does he maybe just need to get his confidence back down there? All of a sudden now, he's one of the premier players in our game. He's carving it up for the Broncos, who are on a seven-game winning streak. He's also playing State of Origin. Not only is he playing State of Origin, his kick returns are unbelievable, and he's setting up tries off his foot down the wing of a bounce pass. I mean, this kid, he has just gone to a new level over the last few months. And Nike, they've obviously sat up and taken notice, and they've noticed that this kid, he's going to be at a, at a franchise that is very marketable. The Brisbane Broncos, he's got his head screwed on pretty well. He's a family guy. He represents sort of what we all love about rugby league, and he's incredibly talented. And as we've always said, I know a lot of you don't like to hear it, but he does look a lot like G.I. He does look a lot like Latrell. And what did we see as their careers developed? They got better and better and better and better. And at the moment, Selwyn, he's shown up on the big stages and he's delivered, which is what Latrell and G.I. did at a very young point in their career. So the ceiling for this kid, it is sky high. And I think Nike have seen that. And I think this would be a really good get for them. And scary to think he's playing wing at the moment. I think he could be a better center than a winger and he probably could be a better fullback than he is center and winger. So scary to think where this kid could go. Congratulations to Selwyn. Good on him. Uh, Tristan Riley, the former New South Wales Waratahs outside back has signed with the Tigers immediately until the end of 2024. I have not seen this kid play. I know nothing about him. I know he played down at Ramwick, I believe. I was told the other day and some of the blokes there rate him. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how he goes. Best of luck to him. Obviously, Lockie Miller, he came over from Rugby Union and he made his debut the other day and it's one of the greatest debuts we've seen in NRL history. So hopefully uh, Tristan can do similar. But I haven't seen anything of him, so I won't pretend to know what's going on there or make a prediction there. Uh, this one, Adam O'Brien. I've seen a lot of people in the comments getting stuck into him. People have sent it to me laughing. Uh, the Knights coach still believes his side will play finals footy in 2022. I mean, what do you want him to say? Do you want him to say, no, it's over? We're, we're halfway through the season. Of course he thinks his team can still play finals footy. If he doesn't think his team can play finals footy, he should pack his bags and leave. I think sometimes... We really like to stick the boot in people that aren't doing well but believe they will turn it around. It's a real negative sort of attitude to have. I remember at the start of the year, Jeremy Marshall King came out and said, I want to be a top five hooker. I had people pizzling him left and right, and I said, you know what? I personally don't think he can become a top five hooker, but fuck, I want every single player in this competition to go, I want to be a top five. In fact, I want every single player in this competition to go, I want to be the number one player in this league. Good on Jeremy Marshall King. Good on Adam O'Brien here. I'm not really buying the Adam O'Brien one. I don't think they will play finals footy, but good on him for backing his boys in and believing that he can turn this around. If he comes out and says he don't think, he doesn't think they can make the top eight, what sort of message does that send to his team? I don't know what you expect from this guy. You look at the Jeremy Marshall King situation, he said it out loud, he backed himself. He might not be a top five hooker, but I'll tell you right now, he isn't that far off with Canterbury. He's playing bloody well. He's improved out of sight. If you just went off form, 
solely this year, he is playing great footy, Jeremy Marshall King, and that's because he backed himself. Adam O'Brien, good on him. Don't think they'll play finals footy, but I love that that's his attitude. The women's origin. We obviously had a couple of new teams introduced to the NRLW for next season during the week. Sensational see four new sides. Very, very exciting. Uh, the NRL CEO, Andrew Abdo, says it won't be long until women's origin. It's a three-game series. They will revisit the possibility in 2024. The better this happens, the sooner that this happens, the better. I mean, let's... What, what's there to think about here? It's a great spectacle. We absolutely love it. Everyone wants three games. We never get enough of it each year. It just makes no sense to not play three games. Make it three, get this sorted, get it done, and let's move on. It's a no-brainer. Get it sorted. Luke Keary, uh, the Roosters halfback, is on track to play this round despite suffering a concussion last round. Scary stuff for Luke Keary. I think we all sort of held our breath when he went off the field the other day. Obviously, he's got a history with concussion, so we do wish Luke all the very best, but my mail is that he definitely will play this weekend, so very good signs. We know the Sydney Roosters, they're, they're overly cautious with this sort of stuff as well. So to see him return, very, very positive signs. If he wasn't 100%, if he was only 90%, we know what the Roosters are like. They would rest him for another week or a few months. We know what the Chooks are like. So great to see Luke Keery out there. I wish him all the very best. And hopefully it's the last time we talk about Luke Keery and head knocks because it does get a little bit scary, especially after we've seen other guys retire like Boyd Cordner. We've seen what's happened uh, with Wade Graham. It's been a bit scary with him, Dale Finucane more recently. So it's good to see club's taking this sort of stuff seriously and hopefully Luke, he's turned the corner and he will be okay. Now we've got the Queensland Maroons and the New South Wales Blues under-19s uh, going head-to-head next weekend. It's going to be a cracker. Uh, this one's from Clarkie's Rugby League column as well. Davey Mowali and Trey Mooney have been announced as the Blues marquee players for the under-19s origin game. Each side is allowed to select two players with NRL experience. Can't wait to see which two the Queensland Maroons go for. I love these two picks here. Davey Mowali, a Waverley College boy, went to school with my boy, Ronald Volkman, who makes his debut this weekend for the New Zealand Warriors and is in the Tongans, uh, is in the Samoan side as well, which we'll talk about tomorrow. But David Mowali, champion front rower, absolutely love him. He's got a huge future in our game. And Trey Mooney from the Canberra Raiders, we spoke about him a little bit, made his debut a couple of weeks ago. He is the real deal. He is going to play Origin in the future, I promise you. He is an absolute weapon, Trey Mooney. The Canberra Raiders have got themselves a very good one. And I think these two picks by the New South Wales Blues are absolute crackers in the forward pack. Cannot wait to see which guy as the Queensland Maroons select. Our last story today from Clarkie's Rugby League column, an exciting one. Jake Travojevich, the Seagulls lock, is reportedly on the verge of being selected to return for the Blues in Origin Game 2. Interesting to see what changes the Blues make. Freddie, sort of falling on his sword here a little bit. I was worried. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago... If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. 
that Jake being excluded from game one was sort of a signal that, hey, we're moving in a different direction. You need leg speed. You need an offload. You need to win tackles. Gerbo, he's a great defender, but probably on the attacking side of things, the game might have moved away from him a little bit in my opinion, but it looks like Freddie's gone back to the well that has, that has been so successful in the past, and he may recall Jake Trevojevic, and I like it. He is an origin player. There's no doubt about it. I was really worried his career would be over. Uh, it kind of reminded me of when he left Josh Jackson, we all said, oh, he'll be back soon, and obviously he never got back in there. Gerbo, a little bit younger than what um, Josh Jackson was, I believe, just thinking off the dome. Uh, but yeah, Jake Trevojevic, if he does get back in, I think it'd be great for New South Wales. I love the way that he's handled himself over the last few weeks. You listened to his interview last week after the Manly game. They sort of said, you know, what are your thoughts on the Blues? And he literally said, I wish all those boys the very best. I hope they keep playing footy. I was devastated to see them lose. And they said, you know, how does it feel playing for Manly? You're not normally here during this period. And he sort of said, look, I love it. I get to captain my club that I absolutely love. So uh, Jake Trevojevic, just a great guy all around. No camp will ever be worse for having Gerbo in it. And hopefully he can show up on that big stage and he can show Freddie what he missed out on in game one and win the hearts back over of Brad Fittler and New South Wales fans and everything. But I don't think there's many fans that are off Gerbo at the end of the day. Had a cracking game last weekend for the Manly Seagulls against the Tigers. Set up the first try. A bit of that ball playing, which we haven't seen for quite some time from Gerbo. He looked confident. He looked happy. Be interesting if he does get back in. And if he does get back in, who will drop out for him? We're hearing Ryan Madison. We're hearing Regan Campbell-Gillard. A few guys that are under a bit of pressure. Tariq Sims as well. So it'll be interesting to see which of those guys fall out of this New South Wales side if Jake Trevojevic is to come back into it. Guys, make sure you check out Clarkie's Rugby League column, putting up the news each and every day for you guys. All in one spot, collected from a range of sources. Clarkie puts it all there. Easily accessible for you guys. Make sure you follow him Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Everywhere you can follow Clarkie's Rugby League column, go check him out.